Hello and welcome to Fake Movie Experts, the movie podcast that breaks down a movie franchise one movie at a time. We're doing the last one, hopefully, the Anchorman movies, as we're going to be talking about Anchorman 2, The Legend Continues. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with Ricky Marticelli. I really feel those words because I never want to see an Anchorman again now. Never and, again. And, um, and, uh, the uh, which one? The Jack Lame of the group. Yeah, that's perfect. He Keith is Swellen. the embodiment of Jack Lame. Man, you just ruined any like opening segue or bit I was gonna do. I was just thinking about Jack Lame. Okay, that's a good joke. Uh, it, it's the Keith. <laughs> it's Keith Swatlin. Now go on your little bit. Oh, thanks. Anyway, yeah. is that? Am I looking through a window or at a mirror behind you? At a, am, is that a reflection? Yeah, because I'm seeing basketball behind you. It's a window, but it's just, window, a, it's it's just reflecting. Like, what? Is it, is Have you ever seen a reflection in a window? That's impossible. <laughs> it's Wait, science. Especially God. at nighttime? You've never... Am I a vampire? Yes, you you've are. Never, you've never seen that before. Yes, you are. No, reflections. I don't, I don't see reflections. Oh. But, I, but I'm proud of you, too, that it it is basketball. So I'm proud of you that it, you are uh, following <laughs> suit. Keith, Can't for once, the... your bit might have been funnier than anything in the movie we just watched yeah oh speaking of bits i can't believe uh let's see by the time this comes out i can't believe the um cavaliers won no, they're, not even they're already playoffs. eliminated they're, they're already eliminated so. <laughs> i can't believe the uh um the supersonics yeah they got it yeah yeah they totally won yeah <laughs> so we're talking about anchorman 2 the legend continues anchorman 2 came out december 18th in 2013 a runtime of one hour and fifty nine minutes, so basically two two hours. It's my twenty sixth birthday. Well, happy birthday, Keith! <laughs> and uh, director once again is Adam McKay, who's done all the other Will Ferrell big movies. And Keith, by the way, he did do Vice, he did The Big Short, and Don't Look Up. Since last last week we talked about this movie, you kept going, "Oh, he did this movie right after I announced the that Dick Cheney one, right?" Yes. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. So funny. Uh, movie again stars Will Ferrell, Christina Applegate, Paul Rudd, Steve Carell, David Kirshner. Um, We have Megan Good joining the cast. We have James Marsden, Greg Kinnear. Hey, did you guys, uh, Kristen Wiig, uh, Harrison Ford? Do you guys know who uh, Kench Allenby is? The no. British uh, of GNN, the owner. Oh, no. 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 Are you talking about like who he's supposed to be in real life? The actor. Or? Yeah. Who's, who's no, the, I have no idea who the actor was. I'm so top. happy you didn't look that up. That's his name is Josh Larson. Uh, you uh, might know him from uh, Mortal Kombat as he was Kano in the last Mortal Kombat movie. Oh, fuck. Wow. Yeah. Because <laughs> when I was watching this movie this time around, I'm like, this guy sounds so familiar, yeah. so familiar. Oh, and then I looked so into him like, it's Kano. They were um, both good characters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also have run-ins from in this movie by Drake, uh, Will Smith, uh, Kanye Pod- West. Podcast Tina favorite, Fett. Kanye West. <laughs> nope. <it> no. <laughs> really just stand behind Kanye. Amy so you're Fold, an anti-Semite? Fold. There it is. Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, uh, 
Kristen Dunst. Um, Where was Kristen Sasha, Dunst? She was uh, a cellier or whatever. A cellier. Yeah, yeah, she blows the horn to start the battle. Yeah. Oh, uh, I fucking could not tell that. Okay. Sasha Baron Cohen. In, in 2013, cameos were just fucking so, so good, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, And again, um, Vince Vaughn. Um, so let's get into this. Um, what did you guys think of it this time around? That's, it wasn't good. Like, I don't, it's not bad. It's just not funny. Like, it tried to be like a big social commentary movie on like the news industry. But like, it tried to be too Colbert and not enough like original Anchorman for me. To where like, it just nothing really felt all that funny. And it there feel were, like the movie aged way more poorly than the first one did with some of the jokes. Keith? Oh, I guess the history. I think I saw it. I saw it in theaters. I know that for sure. I remember, I think my reaction was kind of the same. Back, my reaction 10 years ago was kind of the same as it was now. It was like, <clears throat> oh. I think referencing my reaction text I sent to Joe was like, I think this is, I think this is in our top five seriously didn't need to be made movies of all of our entire franchise podcast. Yep. Yep. Cause like just staggeringly, like they can't like Anchorman is I'm, I'm an Anchorman fan. Like I read his whole ass book. I read the Ron Burgundy book. I've listened to some of the podcast. <laughs> I've watched the, all the blue I've watched all this I watched every single damn special feature on the DVD. You did a deep dive. Yeah. And like there I'll get into it. I'm I'm I'll, I'll I'll try to break it down as we go through the podcast later, but like in or in my own head. But the I enjoyed the third act when it got real wonky. So like that part was fun. But boy, it didn't need to be made. And you can just see the decline of Kushner Keck. I call him Keckner. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Kirschner, I think. Yeah. But um, yeah, he sucked. <laughs> Whammy. Dude, like the funniest thing I thought in this entire movie was the Dobby skit, which had nothing to do with the rest of the movie. Um, I remember saying this movie, me and Richard and the producer saw it in the double feature as uh, the producer showed up for the second movie while she had to work. And how do you remember this shit? I have no memory of any of this whatsoever. We did a double feature at the uh, Valley river mall. What else uh, did we see? Tell Uh, me my own past, please. I feel like they did. Didn't they do a midnight of anchorman at one point? Uh, no, no, no. They did. They did a, they did the Tuesday double feature to start Mm -hmm. the show off. Um, but no, uh, yeah, me and Rick saw that because we had to drop the car off for the producer to meet us at the theater because of working. Um, you know, we talked about Anchorman last week and how, you know, it's a five for some, some of us. <sighs> Keith, no. And I was excited. I remember excited going into this movie, you know, because I loved the first one. And then came out of the second one going, eh. Yeah, it was okay. Like nothing too, like 
there, you know, as we talked about in the last week, how the first movie is so quotable, and this one there was like uh, there's a few I remember, but like they're not quotable. Dude, I don't even remember anything, and I watched the movie less than 24 hours ago. Like, I don't, I can't remember any quotes now. Yeah. But I do, but I do agree with Keith. Like, these are one of those movies that's like, even after, even watching the first time, I was just like, this didn't need to be made. Especially being like eight years later, this didn't be made. And I know Ricky made the comment, and I agree. You made the comment off air about how, like, Everybody aged the same, but Will Ferrell looked like he aged five times more. Dude, he looks so good. Like, you could see the makeup, like, caked on his face to try and make him look good. It was Bush League. <laughs> Dude, there, but... Um, Keckner. It's Keckner. Keckner? Okay. Yep. It was, it was so funny that he had, like, <laughs> the whole bit to open the movie and then maybe had five lines the rest of the movie. After they picked him up. Well, yeah. Okay. I liked, I liked the bat joke. Like you're feeding bats to people champ. Like, like chicken of the cave, Keith, chicken of the cave. cave. That that was fun. Well, the chicken of the cave line, eh, whatever, but just the premise of him just serving bats to people because they're cheaper. Like I thought that was funny, but yeah, David Keckner, he was the first, he was the, the only one to like really kind of fumble into like, C tier, like straight to streaming National Lampoon spoofs and like, yeah, just really bad, <laughs> dumb shit. Well, he's the, you know, again, like I said last week, he's coming to uh the Holt Center to do a office trivia night. Yeah, and he was in like the bad part of the office. <laughs> like, yeah, he was in like he was in maybe a total of 10 episodes, and I'm being generous on that 10. So, yeah, and he just like played his anchorman character basically just an, as like a chauvinist asshole. That was his bit. <laughs> like, I, anyways, Keckner. Keckner. Let's get in this movie. The Keckner cast. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non binary, and everyone in between, please gather on for the reading of the plot to Anchorman 2 The Legend Continues. Ron Burgundy has fallen on hard times after being passed up for a national broadcast gig in favor of his wife, Veronica Corningstone. Burgundy loses what he wants, what he wants anymore in life. That is until the first 24-hour news network comes calling, pulling Burgundy back to his true love, the news. Ron quickly becomes a trendsetter for what the news would become, a lack of real news and search of ratings. But his celebrity stains basically all of his relationships until jealousy leads to an accident that takes away Ron's sight, leaving him searching for what is really important in life. Why is this Anchorman so plot-driven after the last film? How is it that the more recent film has aged worse? When will the joke start? Find out all this and more in Anchorman 2. The legend continues. So some of the things uh, I've been I've, I was waiting to get the plot into gripe. Two things: one, I did not like the son; he was annoying as hell. The son arc in this movie, and the actor himself—I'm sorry—he was just terrible. Even the producer was just like, "He's so annoying." A theory just popped into my head about that right now. Go on. So the the most. Probably like one of the most famous funnier die sketches is Will Ferrell and the little girl 
That came after. Came that was after that was after 2013. Yes. Really? Yeah. I thought they were trying to capital like capitalize on like Will Ferrell interacting with children, or maybe yeah. Anyways, Uh, let me double check because I know I know the kids at the Shamu scene is uh just all um it was Will Ferrell's and Adam McKay's children. Um. Um, let me double check here for you because I know we talked about this last week with the um, funny or die. Um, where are you? No, I don't want that. I, you know what I hate? I hate the new um, IMDB layout. You don't really just, grind Joe's gears. This freaking layout. Um, <laughs> uh where are you? Anchorman 2013. Funny or die. No. That... I need my money. Where's my money? Yeah, that bit. Because like, well, the ki- some of the in like in concept. Uh, the, yeah, the landlord is tw- 2007. So yeah, so it is after this came. But I think after, they were so. they were trying to capture some of that lightning. But um, it's possible. But... but that kid was just annoying as hell in my yeah. mind. I didn't um, mind the. The only thing you need to be scared of is voodoo stuff. The don't go yeah. to Haiti stuff to me was kind of funny. I, I like that joke. Miller. And then the the like the payoff with the psychic joke. I like that one. I mean that's, oh, that's really? not that that's you're, separate. You're reading my mind. Yeah. Was, that like, one felt <laughs> flat for me when he showed up with telekinesis and shit. I'm like, okay. Dude, the whole fight to me fell super flat comparative to the yeah. first one. Yeah. It's because uh, I was watching and it's just like, well, they're they're redoing the second, the they're redoing the fight for the second one, but you know you got to make it bigger and you know broader in some fashion. And because and you have, I a, actually traveled from the future and told them to include Kanye West. What a weird time, <laughs> dude! Um, who was the worst actor, Drake or Kanye West? Because they were Kanye. both fucking atrocious. Drake was fine. He had like two let, lines. They let they let him both talk a little too much. <laughs> no, Drake had like two lines. That's Dude, true. and he was terrible at him. Yeah. His like facial acting, like wasn't even just the line reading, just the way yeah. his face looked um, during it. Kanye just had his like Kanye look the whole time, which always looks stupid, but like Drake just looked so fucking weird. Well, and the frustrating Which is weird. Book. He's a fucking actor. Like he was an yeah. actor first. That's true. Degrassi, yeah. Well, he they didn't have him crying, so isn't that a Drake joke? He didn't get shot and he didn't get shot. Turned into a paraplegic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but I, this I, movie, like, so, oh, sorry, I'll just get it. No, it's fine. I, Go ahead. I'm gonna squeeze in a gripe. That's <laughs> fine. What? You just gripe your gears. Hey, wait. You know what really gripes my gears? What's that? So this this movie took it it like it felt more clumsy with its like bit to bit thing where they wanted they just. They really, really wanted to get to Paul Rudd, Will Ferrell, David Koechner, and the whatever Michael from the office to improv scenes. Steve Carell. And Steve Carell, thanks. <laughs> and like the like the route to from joke to joke to joke felt a lot more clumsy in this one than the first one. It's like the the improv in the first one, it felt like a little more more natural. Yeah. <laughs> and this felt one like is they like, had like more like they went beat to beat for jokes instead of trying yeah. to like force this storyline in. Like they really wanted there to be like a gripping story like, <laughs> about the news in the day and age. 
Like, yeah, they were trying to like, like Colbert it, this shit or something, and they just did not do a good job of doing that. Well, because it's funny news, I would say, because news was a story number two <laughs> in in the in the first movie. Like, mm-hmm. news didn't even play a part. The news is just, you know, Christina Applegate getting the role. So, like, the the A story is you know Ron Burgundy. B story is that uh, Veronica is getting it put in the into the motion, and like that's the storylines. But this one, it's Ron. Then you have the news. And then one of the ones I, I mean, gripe my gears about is like the brick storyline. Like we didn't need a brick storyline. There was no need. It's just because 2013, this is, you know, Steve Carell office. So this is him being a big name, but I didn't need to have a brick storyline for. It wasn't even so much that it was, he got a storyline. It's that he had a love storyline and that just sucked. Cause like Carell was actually like, in the moments that was just like the four of them interacting, he was probably the funniest guy in this movie. Mm-hmm. But the fucking love storyline was so fucking just look, they're I... awkward. It's hilarious. And none of it hit for me. Although that's I like that, that's very 2013, though. Yes. Like that I was chuckled. Like, yeah. Go ahead, Keith. I was gonna say just like with the style of like I'm just I just I just I said that's very 2013 like all of the, the like the weird racist jokes in this were also very 2013 because we're coming off of we're coming off of South Park and I think they're doing they were doing a South they were doing a South Park bit a little bit there where it's like where we are to understand that Ron Burgundy is an asshole and he's stupid. So they put him in this like silly situation at the dinner table to where he like makes voices and that that humor it's it's like Ricky you said this movie it aged worse it's like 20 what 2007 was just like better than 2013 for some reason (laughs) but like Like, it's also the jokes in the first one were so over the top you mean jokes that way oh four sorry yeah because like when you say like their menstruations bring bears like you know that's just over the top and that's being funny. Like the stuff around the dinner table just felt like saying racist things instead of saying like caricatures of racist Say jokes. What? <laughs> yeah. That yeah. it felt way more hateful instead of funny. Well, and yeah, that's the the peak of like when South Park turned truly nihilist and annoying with their politics. It was right then and it was very popular. And it was like, look how shitty this person is. Oh, my God. (laughs) Which is so one of, like, I guess maybe life's great ironies is, like, these two absolutely shitty people making fun of everyone else for being shitty. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. like So, like, I'll be on. I didn't. I was saying I don't like the brick storyline, but I did chuckle at some of the stuff of when he's still a funny character. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he's Steve Carell is still yeah. amazing. Like his timing is so stupidly good. Like the scene when Megan Good yells at him and he hides, or before that, and he he's like, "I have a black friend. His name's Leon." Like I remember that whole thing. Of like you know, <laughs> he's the, like, "Brick, do you mean that's your shadow?" But see, that's what I was saying is that yeah. him in like the group was yeah. spectacular. He was the yeah. best part of the movie. It was just the love storyline, except the part where like the lady came and yelled at I can't even remember her Christian name. Christian Wig. Christian Wig. And he just like freaked out and was like, You don't yell at her. That was funny. 
I laughed at that because she's like, you saved my life. She was coming right for me. He's like, yeah, I know. Was, and your know. tits just like hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been funnier if it was a full tit, though, instead of a weird bra. But mm. and I will admit her posted up against the window with like just like old man white underwear on made that's funny there was there was some good physical comedy in this i like like it apparently it's who i am on this episode but the jack lame joke was really good (laughs) you need to legally change your name to jack can i say jack sticks for the whole yeah no (laughs) we can't say it like that like no he has to say it totally like like Will Ferrell's hitting strong when he's like down at his worst and he's sad and depressed and he's still just enforcing his Jack Lame rule. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, he's, I, I like that. That was good. Going by Jack Lame now. No, nope, you can't do that. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> Gotta be Jack Lame, not Jack LeMay <laughs> Le or something. No. So, yeah, like, my favorite jokes in this movie were the ones where they like crank the wackiness up to like 20. Which is the, what the first Anchorman was. Yeah. Like that's when the first Anchorman was super funny. It's like when it's like it the, wasn't taking itself so seriously. Yeah. Like the shark. I love the shark bit when he sings Dude. that like overly serious song. <laughs> Doby. Yeah. Oh, Doby. Like to this movie, like I said, it was two hours long. This could have been cut down a good business being a two hour fucking movie like the whole blind sequence of him being blind and then like okay we all win because he's now supporting his son this this and then we're like we get the whole wedding sequence with like this the shark at the end I'm like do we really need like another t- five minutes like that could have been cut from the movie entirely Although, like, I, I could have done with an idea of a movie where the entire act three is just him dealing with his blindness. Yeah. Just all because the. And the shark. The joke, the joke with the putting the toothpaste on the button where he's like, I'm going to have to get this recipe. Like that Tooth, line. That wasn't wasn't even toothpaste. It was yeah. cock. Yeah. It was yeah. Cock. It's like that. I popped on that one. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> so a, the sequel to Anchorman. This recipe. Ron, you give it to me. Um, so. A sequel to Anchorman was in the works for several years, but stalled uh, before this movie even took place. Corell, Farrell, and Paul Rudd all took cuts. It's like, we'll take cuts in the budget to do it. However, Paramount Pictures did not like the numbers and didn't agree to the sequel initially. However, the uh, studio did greenlight it. But it was just originally, like, it would have came out sooner, but they just didn't want to. That was another bit that felt really flat for me because you talked about Paul Rudd was like the scene where he had like all the like mysterious scents for cologne in the first movie. Yeah. is like a classic and hilarious. The condom bit in this movie just felt rapey and gross. It was yeah. a dumb joke. Also, it's like, it was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like it because it's just like one of those things again of like, hey, remember that first movie? In the first one, we did it. We're just going to do it again, but we're going to do it different but it's gonna be the same but different this had so many of our like most hated moments of like movies where like the movie starts off and instantly ron and veronica are at each other's throats again it's like we just spent the first movie dealing with that and then getting over it and we're gonna do it again in the second movie in the exact same way like that's just lazy writing yeah speaking of the writing like adam mckay went on to make or the the big short, which is like a pretty decently smart look at like uh 
or the, like the 2008 like financial crash and it's funny from from this guy like the lazy like the laziest commentary on the news and like the 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 up, like the ways this movie like commentates on the news is like what a like a middle schooler gets out of like history class in school where it's like man like it's just they're just like telling lies and like televised news or there's they're just full of shit <laughs> it was like it was so boring they're like the commentary was boring yeah fox news bad murdoch yeah. bad what, like, like no shit sherlock good yeah. job right. what a take uh, there were some there was like one of the funny like it's like i it's those things for me like we talked about last week but i can you can i can remember uh, anchorman one from like almost beginning and scene for scene and for me watching this time around i'm like oh this is a brand new scene oh this is a brand new scene like yeah, i the forgot joke, all about the shark <laughs> yeah or the joke of of um uh the three the hey brian what are you gonna do since they thought they got fired from the news and he's like oh i'm gonna go back and kill my friends oj and Robert Blake and Phil Spector and that was funny. killers. That was funny. I like that line. <laughs> it was like that I I popped at that one up, but again, I I do not remember that at all. Um the brick being dead thing was kind of funny. That that was the funniest thing to me, I think. That was in the trailer me. though. But I still I yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of things I remember uh uh, in the trailer, that basically like the scene of the bus tipping over because it was on cruise control. And no, then, I think like, I do remember it. the fact that like the funniest bits of this entire movie were in the trailer. Yeah. So like, when yeah. you saw the movie, you're like, oh, none of the rest of this movie yeah. is funny than the trailer. But I, I still that popped was at a, the brick one. That was a strong opinion I had. I remember when I very first saw it, it was like, oh, like the van flipping over with the deep fryer was yeah. in the trailer. And that was, I mean, that was hilarious. Cause like just the, the setting up, like oh, we have this bowling ball in the corner, and who wants yeah. who, who wants a chimichanga? Like I yeah. like that line. <laughs> What's with all those scorpions in the corner? Yeah, yeah. Like, like it, it's funny, but like I I I laugh more at the brick funeral scene as he just shows up and it's like I look at my I thought I saw him the other day. And it's like were you looking in a mirror? Yeah. You know, I will find his killer, even though he drowned in the ocean. <laughs> Like I, yeah. I, I laughed. That was more of a funny thing for me. Of the, it was almost interesting watching this. I don't know where we're at in the office lore or Steve Carell's career at this point. Isn't it just about done? Isn't the office just about done? I think it's. Uh, I can tell you right now. But like in you can, like two seconds. I can tell. Like in this movie, I'm just like, man, Carell has passed everyone else at this point as to being like just overall a better actor. Because, like, I mean, everyone knows Carell for his comedy, but, like, Carell has range and, like, can and has done a lot. Yeah. And, like, just Uh, in this movie alone, I'm like, damn, he has surpassed everyone else in this in talent range. And I think that's why they gave him the, the, like, second story in the movie. Um, The Office ended in 2013. So yeah. we are at the end of the office. Although, although Carell wasn't at the end, though, he was, he was the like, finale. But he was gone two years prior to. So, yeah. so in 2011, he left the office. It's still like I'm not an Office fan, but it's still like, even to me, from someone from the outside, seems bonkers that they try to continue that show without him. 
it it's it's it maybe <laughs> it, it may in some people's eyes it may be like the worst two seasons of television because of the fact it just doesn't have the 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 glee and the you know all the fun quirkiness of it although, although just to like do office talk for a second like the office sucked after like season four yes yeah <laughs> like, yeah yeah like i, I like since, once jim and pam got together it's like okay what are we doing here yeah yeah <laughs> uh being rewatch starting watching the office in the pandemic and then honestly just put it on every once in a while for a while just because it was on tv and then like just realizing after season four it just kind of lost its thing Go to Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec, far superior. If you can oh, get Parks through the first season. Parks and Rec's season. good. Yeah, Parks and Rec's Parks good. Parks and Rec's good. Again, you have to get after like the, after the first season. The first season? Rough. Yeah. Um, You know, like it, another scene in the movie that was in the trailer, and it ruins the thing. It's the when the crew goes to GNN for the first time, and you meet Jack Lame, and, hey, what, what'd you say, bud? You know, what, <laughs> I don't like your face. Change your Dude, face, like that's even in the trailer. Like seriously, yeah, and and, and that was funny. <laughs> you know I mean? I, all their interactions just felt so, like they were trying to recreate the stuff between him and the Channel Nine news team, West Mantooth, Vince Vaughn. Like they were trying to recreate that, but it didn't have the same chemistry, so it just never really clicked for me the same way it did in the first one. Mm-hmm. Like Vince Vaughn, like showed so bright when he showed up for his one little bit, comparative to like the rest of the movie too. Yeah, like with his lines, he just nailed it. Well, Vince Vaughn showing how like much he outshines most of this cast too with his range. Yeah, he kind of killed it in his like fifteen seconds. <laughs> yeah, like fuck, he's so much better than everyone else. What the yeah. hell? Yeah, like. Yeah, it's like I like I'm just thinking of the trailer, and I'm like, "Yep, that scene's in the trailer." Like, almost they somehow in some way, almost the entire movie is in the trailer, just to be like, you know, the when Ron Burgundy meets his new boss, Linda Jackson, and he, black, black, black. You know, just keep saying <laughs> yeah. that. It's like you got anything else to say? Like, I gotta get it out, or I'm gonna pass out. Yeah. Like, what um, season of South Park was 2013? I'm gonna look that up. You look that up, um, but yeah, this movie is just. I I think they try to go for the hits, and like again, it just went too long. Like Ron Burgundy figure skating didn't need you know didn't need you know the the pompous. I didn't didn't need the pompous Ron Burgundy. I mean, I kind of get that though. It was a paramount to like his like journey as a part of the story. But I can also understand saying like we don't need to have like that big of a journey in an Anchorman movie. Yeah, when the first movie, he's so dependent on the. I need my news team for this, and then this one, it's just he yells at Brick, and first off, no one yells at Brick, and then that was a good scene. I like the no one yells at Brick scene. Like everyone got so mad. Yeah, no one yells at Brick. You don't yell at Brick. I just love how like scared Brick gets when people yeah. yell at him. Yeah. Uh, Keith, what season are we in South Park? Oh, oh it is. Uh, I think I'm a bit more of a South Park guy than y'all. I used to watch it pretty regularly. Yeah, I'm I grew out of South 05. Park, Family Guy, and all those things. Season 17, which I was looking through the episodes, and this is kind of when they started to do some of their like slightly like 
they had just they had like just re- they just passed their peak i think in my opinion oh, okay. so they were like they had a whole lot of creative control and they were very popular and they were starting to do their like serialized thing where it's like a continuous story kind of going throughout mm-hmm. the season and so that makes sense because they were probably writing this movie for a couple year a couple few years or whatever because it was a long time between them and like south park and family guy were pretty dominant still like kind of sort of fading at that point but pretty dominant but it makes sense that the sort of edge like ironic edgelord humor was still was popping back then mm-hmm. like to me even there's that point that harrison ford's in this movie and i honestly forgot he was and even though he turns into a werewolf no that was a no. good joke where hyena a rare hyena. His line, his line. I I did appreciate Harrison Ford's delivery of the like when there is an early moon. <laughs> like, yeah. Except, I, did you I, notice that Harrison Ford was not at the park with everyone oh, else yeah. to deliver yeah. his lines in what was a very clear green screen scene? Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Like, like he has two scenes: the scene of him firing, uh, Ron, and then you know leaning on veronica and ron's like i don't know if i should be what i should do here you like her the goods i I do remember i remember liking that line and i still like that line. <laughs> you like her the goods yeah <laughs> but like the, like i was saying earlier their original anchorman it's simple like three to four storylines and this it's Again, what child Ron Veronica and her stuff? Blind. Uh, the news team, the kid, the shark, um, the 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 storyline that were was dropped because it's the owner, you know, losing money. So right now, I've counted seven storylines in this movie. Yeah, don't need them all. Don't need them all. No, it's weird. This I think well we're starting to see the end of we're starting to see the end of comedy movies a little bit in 2013. <laughs> so like it's like I'm trying like what's what are the biggest comedies after 2013? I'm wondering. I'll let you know right now. Give me a minute. What was was Pineapple? I feel like Pineapple Express is one of the last big ones. Was it? Once again, I don't think Pineapple Express is as big as you think it is. No, I just like I I just think it's a well. Very Pineapple good movie. is before <laughs> this because uh, yeah. Like, I'm looking at like comedy movies on like this Google, and it's like this is the end came out in 2013. Monsters University. That one was good. Were the Millers, Grown Ups Two, The Internship, Hangover Three, No Regrets. Yes, No Regrets. Uh, one of the first. That was um the start of Jennifer Jennifer Aniston's comeback. Mm Hmm. Uh, one of the movies that we did here, uh, The World's End. Um, but even then, that was like our least favorite in the yeah, in that trilogy. Bad yeah, that Grandpa, I, scary I movie five. In that movie, I liked Bad Grandpa. I'm a jackass head though. <laughs> Bad Grandpa was funny, yeah. but yeah, there's not really much of PG. Th- did uh, you say Scary uh, Movie uh, Five? Did you say that? Yes, yes, I did. Nice. Uh, <laughs> not what, many. What did that spoof? I wonder. <laughs> I don't know. Itself, uh, maybe? If Wolf of Wall Street's a comedy, that's what's under. That came out, too. So, um, <laughs> But yeah, there's not many comedy comedies coming out after mm-hmm. uh, or in 2013. 
But again, I just hated that. And was child. there much? Was there much music? I mean, the music not wasn't really. memorable. Not it not is. the way there was in the first one. It wasn't. There was music that just wasn't memorable. Yeah, like one for me is "Ride Like the Wind" because they did the, uh, they did a "Ride Like the Ride Like the Wind" uh, cover, and it was um, Robin Thicke and uh, Will Ferrell as Ron Burgundy. That's funny. And it just yeah, other than that, there's not really um, many. Uh, you know, there's there are hits. I can read that. You know, there are big songs. I just don't remember much of them um but yeah this movie is just full of uh, what could have been right mm-hmm. like it's like like let's go to the if we talk about the fight sequence you know like they all bring weapons this time and brick has a trident and so it's like you know, the trident joke was funny in the first one because it came out of nowhere. I don't want to see Brick holding a trident. Well, yeah, but then know. they pivoted to having a future gun. Yeah, that too. And then and he uh, blew up Kanye with John C. Riley is the ghost of Stonewall Jackson showing up, taking there was souls. a couple jokes there where he kept on freaking out that there's a ghost. I did yeah. like the ghost bit. The John C. <laughs> Riley stuff was good though, but I mean, that's John C. Riley. He's yeah, yeah. Guys... <laughs> it was almost like. That Keith likes to say, like, don't reference things that are better than your movie in your movie. And, like, they kind of put people who were funnier than them in their movie. And it kind of, like, just made it awkward because you're like, oh, man, that guy's funnier and would have been better, like, to have a bigger part in this movie. Well, and how, although, how does, like, how do you, because Anchorman was huge. It was a lightning in a bottle. It was massive. Like, how do you continue that IP? You don't you just let it be <laughs> yeah. the masterpiece yeah. it was? Like if you want to try to do a, another one, it's just you I think they have to just go off. You they just have to ramp it up. They just they it shouldn't be a a, a serious kind of storyline yeah. of we're making yeah. the news or we have family that we have to matter. It's just have let the four guys do whatever they want and then let them go crazy. You almost have to like completely go left field with it. Like mm-hmm. Have someone get kidnapped and Ron Burgundy has to go save them somehow, like turn it into a different type of film. That's still funny. Yeah, maybe like this movie should have come out like a year and a half or two years after the first one. Oh, yeah, there was there was definitely a big part like the four of them did not have the chemistry they had in Anchorman. Uh Like they always just seemed like uncomfortable with each other like there wasn't like this camaraderie that there was in the first one where like they all seem so like just like bam 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 on set together yeah had paul rudd gotten his ant-man contract do you think no not yet like do you think he'd been on the phone with disney no ant-man doesn't come out for another uh 2018 another five Five, years five years man i don't know like yeah it's close. I, he's close. He's close to getting that call. <laughs> also, like Paul Rudd's like big at this point. Like he's yeah. pretty like he wasn't as funny to me in this movie. He felt right. like of all of well, of the main three, he felt like he coasted a lot in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh sorry, Keith. Ant Man came out in 2015. So I think he, he had his call. Oh, yeah. Then he's definitely yeah. at that point, they're definitely yeah. in contract like, negotiations. Dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I made but, it. <laughs> but 
I, to and I agree. Like to me, Paul Rudd, being a big Paul Rudd fan that I am, I just felt like he was just there to the point of again. You have your the main four, and again, and the storyline is just more of Brick and Ron, and the other two are just there. And the whole like he does like cover shoots for Can't Fancy magazine fell so flat to me. Like that just didn't really like seem all that funny. Yeah. Like I get that their whole joke is, oh look, Paul like he's doing magazine covers of pussy because of his character. But look, they're actually pussy cats. Huh? It's funny because yeah. it's a double joke. It's yeah. Just, eh. Yeah. Oh, the cats, the serving the bats to people was funnier. <laughs> and then I don't uh, know, like it just kind of like I think overall shows like how the movie just missed with a lot of its humors when they're all standing around just going like I hate Mondays. Ha ha ha. I also hate Mondays. I'm like, what are we doing a Garfield joke? What are we doing here? <laughs> Keith sent me a text about Garfield. Keith, how many how many days did it take you to watch this movie since you were <laughs> You texted me that you were going to you separate this. Oh, because I was I kept on trying to watch it on school nights. Oh. Or whatever. I was school nights. Yeah, school nights. So I took two nights to watch uh, this. I did in uh, one. I did in one, but like yeah. it's just one of those things like rip it like a band-aid. I felt Smart. like this one. Just rip it like a band-aid. What's weird is it wasn't like off like overtly hard watch like i've definitely had way harder movies to watch for this yes. podcast yes yeah because like it being on it was fine it was up there i was just kind of like and it wasn't like i was dreading it and like it felt like it was dragging on forever but it kind of just felt there like i literally yeah. was just sitting there going like okay when is it gonna what's the next joke and then i'd be like ah that was kind of funny like, yeah, that was the, my laugh the whole time. Like I never like full on laughed. I was yeah. just like, uh huh. You chuckled. Yeah. I chuckled a lot too. There was a lot of stuff. And again, like I said, I can quote the first one like no tomorrow. But this one, I like. I just watched this last week myself, and I have a pretty good memory of movies. And it's just this one, like, and a quote. I know I got the one about Leon and how if he if it's cloudy out, he's home. That's just Brick Shadow. Uh, Ron makes a Salem, Oregon joke um, about how he's been oh, out of the country. Right. I don't even remember the rest of the joke. I just remember Salem, Oregon is apparently out of the country. Yeah. Um. Uh, to promote this movie, Rufferel appeared at other places, like anchoring special events as Ron Burgundy. This uh, is probably when the book came out, like before the movie. Uh, including uh, Canadian uh, Olympic curling trials and a, no a local North Dakota newscast. Um, what is it? Uh, Jennifer Lawrence was offered a role, but scheduling conflict. So this is Hunger Games era. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Oh, Jim, yeah, Jim Carrey. Sorry, so sorry. You know, the Canadians are always uh. God, that joke. He's that joke sorry. sucked. <laughs> you didn't like the the sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, him and Sasha Bear Cohen felt not as funny to me. Like both of them didn't really hit for their cameos for me. I think Liam Neeson. I thought he did. 
as the history I barely channel. remember Liam Neeson being in the Minotaur yeah. was fucking stupid to me. I didn't really think that was Minotaur. Funny. Yeah, I don't think that was funny. But yeah, like I said, the the whole battle sequence is more. The first one was more memorable, uh, even though you know this one we they're expanding their news by History Channel. Will Smith as the ESPN reporter, Can- uh, Canadian reporters, um, the ghost of Stonewall Jackson. You know, just all that weird. Um, that's improv. That's an improv troop ass joke right there. <laughs> and then the ghost of Stonewall Jackson shows up. Did you guys know there was a post credit scene? No. Yeah. I, That's because Paramount I, didn't, because like usually when I watch movies, I'll wait. But Paramount was like, you want to watch Anchorman? It was like starting to force me to try to go back. And then when I tried to just make that go away, it just for, closed everything. For some reason, I was just like, let me just fast forward through the credits and see. And there is a post credit scene. I feel like I've seen it. Yeah, uh, it? it's it's them doing a meeting about how they're going to beat Jack Lame, and they all get up to leave, but Steve Carell brick just goes under the table and starts eating a cookie and wave fourth walls it by waving at the camera. I hate that. <laughs> and according to IMDb trivia, this is a reference to Bruce Almighty with how the cookie crumbles. What's Stupid fucking joke. I hate that. I mean, I'm <laughs> mad. That's a Jack Lame. Um, yeah, they could have done better with Cyclops, man. <laughs> could they? No. No, they couldn't have. I just felt like referencing Cyclops. Yeah. Uh, this is the Let's second honest, time. Cyclops, one of the lamest X Men. Just put it out there. Cyclops is pretty lame. It's all about yeah. following the rules. He's goody two shoe. He's fucking boring. In his superpowers, like leadership or some dumb shit. <laughs> no superpowers is like well, laser eyes. Laser eyes. Yeah. But... Laser eyes, dude. Uh, one of uh, uh, Will Ferrell's second movie of being uh, an ice skater. I know. Since... I thought about Blades of Glory as soon as he started ice skate. Well, he didn't ice skate for shit, but when someone else was ice skating yeah. in a wig. They leaned but into again, that joke pretty good, though. Him clearly not being the one doing the ice skating. I thought they, they like, leaned made into that. that. They made one. that pretty but, funny. <laughs> but again, this is Yaz Flute 2.0. Do, yeah. Instead of doing it around the uh, restaurant, we're doing it on an ice rink. Boy, he, am I like... played like two two lines of music and then handed off the Yaz Flute to go into ice skating. I wanted full-on Yaz Flute ice skating. God, my my star rating is just like just inching down <laughs> as we keep talking. <laughs> wasn't good it just but it's not bad i don't like know how to describe it because it's well, not a, some of it's yeah, not a like, bad movie like there's some pretty rocking jokes like when he tries to brush his teeth with a lobster line i like that line <laughs> dude the whole blind joke was so <laughs> yeah. funny. you're like what are you you would be able to tell when you grab it <laughs> yeah. yeah when a man can't touch himself what do you mean it's still there yeah, just rub my leg i jacked just... off on my shin for a 30 yeah. minutes. Yeah. I like I the painting my... bit. I like the painting bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a bunch of scriggly lines, isn't it? It's beautiful. <laughs> it kind of sucks that they cut Christina Applegate so much out of this movie. Yeah, she killed After it. After being so big in the first one, it seems lame to treat her that way. <laughs> well, yeah. the movie, like, the frust- it was so frustrating because you can tell the movie knows that the plot sucks in the end. Right. 
because they like Christina Applegate's character makes fun of it. Well, he's like, well, he's being an asshole. He's just doing his. He's doing the third act thing. <laughs> like, like the movie knows, and that's yeah. It's it's like the, um, the scene of when Ron's trying to win her back, so he, uh, Veronica back, so he gives her a gift, but then the son walks in and it's like, no, it's a gift for him. And it's like lingerie. And yeah. Like, the, the boy needs to have like, got to have some hair on it, you know, hair down <laughs> there. Do you want to go to Haiti? No. Why does he not want, why does he ask every time we leave the house, if we want to go to Haiti or not go to Haiti? <laughs> he hasn't slept for four days. Yes. This like was... the individual jokes often hit, but man, like. It didn't work as a movie. But man, I hated it. <laughs> in, in the supersized radar version of this movie, there's an additional scene after the end credits with Brian Fantana and Champ Kind trying to pick up girls while talking dirty to them. I'm sure there I is. Bet that's <laughs> offensive. Might be in the trailers. I think, yeah. Whammy! 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 What did you guys think of their way of doing the news? Of how is it, we're just gonna tell it like it is? We're gonna, you know, it was a very fucking poor man's joke of the current failure of the news. I mean, it still is the failure of the news today, unfortunately, <laughs> with what happened on CNN with Donald Trump not long ago. But it's a very like watered down way of saying it, and just mm-hmm. like very much dime store take on the news mm-hmm. and what its real failings are. Then it's like, then it's just like the, they, like we said earlier, focus too much on the news bit of we're going to do that type of bit. And then we're going to change the way of news by doing a live in live check-in of a you know car chase. Well, and like the whole, like, storyline of like oh they pulled a story so as to not like make the owner mad about his stuff and whatnot it's like one that didn't start happening with tv news newspapers (laughs) would pull pull shit all the time to appease sponsors that's Mm -hmm. just that's happened for forever so like you're not having these amazing like fucking brilliant takes with what they put in this film well and that makes me think they like wrote the movie backwards or they like came up with the they came up with the van crash or the deep fryer. They came up with him being blind. They came up with the shark, like all those kind of solid bits. And then they're like, "Well, we need something. We need some. We need some glue here. We need the middle." Yeah. What was the last movie where like they came up with this really? Oh, we we talked about Scream with that. <laughs> they came, like, dude, we have this awesome kill scene on a subway. How do we make a movie? Yeah. Of it? <laughs> And then the movie around it's just kind of meh. Although apparently we are very on our own in that take. People loved that last Scream it's, movie. If it's not the if it's not number one, it's number two in some people's eyes. I think history is going to prove us right. Scream Six was whack. Crazy <laughs> fucking takes by people. It was lame. I'm blind. I love Scream. Give me more. I'll watch yeah. another Scream movie. I'm not sure I want to watch a third screen movie in three years though which is how it seems like it's going to be setting oh, up oh it's going to happen 
that's what's gonna happen. I did chuckle on the whole I'm blind lines. I am blind. Yeah. The, the whole fight in the <laughs> hospital when, when he went blind and he's just like <laughs> shoving shit and he's like, There's gotta be something in here to fix me. And he's like he gets like sedated and as he's like getting going down, he's trying to choke the doctor. I'll kill you. <laughs> One of the li- That's one the of the stuff, li- like he said when it was over the top, it was funny. When there's, a, I popped pretty hard when they meet Linda Jackson for the first time, and she starts yelling at all of them, and Champ yells, "Oh, she's got a knife!" <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I did like when, um, Ron and fucking Christina Applegates' character had a falling out again. Because she didn't want him to get his sight back. And he goes to drive away blind and wrecks the car and that just yells back joke. in, Call me a cab. I'm blind. God damn it. I'm blind. Yeah. <laughs> Although, and it's kind of funny that she like wanted him to stay blind. <laughs> like, they, they could have made it like they, they could have made a pretty like, I guess that was a good joke, but they could have like had her have an opportunity to do a bit where she like, like figured that out. Maybe that's like where the real failure of this movie is, because like the opening when the two of them are working off of each other, pretty funny. Yeah, movie picks up again when the two of them are working off mm-hmm. of each other. Maybe Anchorman was at its best when it was Corningstone and Burgundy working off of each other. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's but... what we missed. Christ- <laughs> Not enough Christina Applegate. That was the failure of the second Ron Burgundy movie. Yeah, and again, it's just again we just have, you know five different storylines in the between it's just like how simple the first one is and just how hard this one is just to be like all right we're doing this this and this and this and it's just like no just keep the core together and you should be fine unless you're gary sinise no uh gary great near that's what i'm thinking though. i was like what the fuck what does gary sinise have to do with anything what does lieutenant dan have to do with all this he has no legs but you know that mind reading son of a bee. But um, before the movie even started, they had a ton of their equipment stolen. Yeah, wrecked fools. Uh, the film was originally conceived to be a musical. Uh, it's just 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 make me mad about Joker too. Let's move on. Uh, Roger, moving on. Um... And I love musicals. <laughs> I fucking love musicals, but they don't belong with Harley Quinn. We're seeing about... society. Yeah. Darkness reigns over. Gaga shouldn't be Harley Quinn. It's making me angry. Um, there is, as I said, there is a super, uh, there is a supersized radar version with 763 new jokes. Oh my God. I bet four of those are funny. They, they just, a bunch of, these are all just like improv nerds. <laughs> they just like, say, all right guys, just riff for two hours and we're going to film it. But see, that's mm. what happened in the first one and it worked, but this one. Not so much. Yeah. I did chuckle. I did chuckle when Ron tried to kill himself. And then when the guy finds him, he's like, I tried to kill myself. Are you yeah, that was, being that was sarcastic? Or are you being real? Joke. It's like, I, I feel like lie? you're telling me the truth, but you're saying it in a way is to question it. I am. You know, yeah, they just did I... like, they did the entirety of a man called Otto in like four minutes right there. <laughs> I am. I 
I have nothing to live for, and I should just kill myself. I did appreciate. Um, I don't know what her real name is, but she started in Scrubs. She was in Happy Endings. Uh, she's been in stuff since then, but she's really funny. She was in the part where like they were introducing the dolphin. That was funny too. When Burgundy was down on his luck, he was just cussing out dolphins. <laughs> Hey, who wants to see these two girls kiss? All right, yeah. And, you know, I'm surprised that when that scene happened, we didn't cut away to somebody going, like, hell yeah, brother. Like, something, you know, like, it's just like, all right, this guy needs to get off stage. It's just That'd be it's great. the three of us in a corner being like, yeah, yeah I want Yeah, brother. <laughs> Woo! No one likes you, Ron Burgundy. <laughs> I think, and like, another thing, I, well, I did, one thing I didn't like is just, like, we had Fred Willard and Chris Parnell's characters show back up. I'm like, I wish... I wish the ending to it's just those things with this movie of how we had an ending to the first one about how they made it to their dream job and everything was going well for everybody else. And then we come to this one and it's not even close to what the, you know, like we're going to uh, extract the final five minutes of the Anchorman movie to set up a brand new movie. Yeah. I just, but again, you know, yep. great. great. Shit sucked. <laughs> hey, I'm just happy uh, that the the movie game we're playing on Discord and how Anchorman 2 came in like Dude, a week that ago. that was fucking creepy. I was like, are they listening to us? That was bonkers timing. What yep. the fuck? Nailed it. I, I just, just I, yeah, I, I know I got my first time and, you know, Keith, just by, what, by the way, like the last two movies that you failed and you said that you, you know, I know you've never them. seen them and you got them and I've seen them both and didn't get them. <laughs> Bingo. So for almost, I mean, no one fucking cares. I don't know why we're talking about this on the podcast, no, this but, is for important. The, but for the almost famous one, I thought the movie was called never famous for some reason. Checks and like, out. Of course, nothing was popping up. So I went to delete, but hit next. So then I failed. I'm like, Oh, that's worse than if I just didn't know the movie. Nah. Yeah. That was a brutal L. I knew yeah. it from so early on. I just could never like make it type. <laughs> so you almost had it, Keith. I don't get that. I don't, I don't understand. You sucked. You sucked. So what, That's what, what are the what are the ratings for this movie? All right, uh, <laughs> Keith. Keith, what? give us a. I'm gonna put it here now. What's the? Uh, is he alive? Even, yeah, is he alive? You guys have a bet if it's if it, is, is this a ghost or a real fleshy person doing this review? I, I, I think it he's could be, alive. Uh, I'm gonna say died in that. I think he died more recently than 2013. I'm gonna say zombie. It's a zombie. Damn it. Well, no, it's not a zombie, but it's a it's someone carrying the torch. Matt Zoller seat seats two out of four stars. And oh shit, that made me lose my reading series. All right, I found it. <clears throat> Two out of four stars. Anchorman 2, which is co-written by Farrell and McKay, lacks the original's momentum. It only sometimes builds to the peaks of lunacy that you want and need from this sort of picture. It goes here, it goes there, it does this, it does that. Occasionally it remembers that Ron has goals and desires that the film needs to end at some point. And after 100 minutes or so, it and it does. <laughs> yeah, the, the movie lacks momentum. I think that's a good phrase. That's kind of what we've been talking about. Um, the budget for this movie was fifty million dollars, about double the first one. That uh, gross, feels like fucking money laundering. 
where the fuck is 50? I guess maybe in the cast. Uh, gross for this movie domestically got 127 million, internationally 46, so worldwide 173 million. I mean, it's still uh, made triple digits. Yes. Uh, they've asked people the since the, the after the mo- release of the movie, they asked about if there would be an Anchorman 3. And this was in 2013. And, you know, if the possibility, you know, see how this one goes, maybe in 10 years. Then in 2018, Adam McKay thought, of, well, if they did one, maybe do do something to do with the Iraq war or something. Um, but Will Ferrell isn't friends with McKay anymore, I believe. And John C. Riley. So I know the Riley thing's different, but I don't think we'll get an Anchorman 3. Wait, anyway. Ferrell and Riley aren't friends anymore? Yeah, because of the, um, oh, it's like the Lakers show, isn't it? The Lakers show, yeah. How Will Ferrell uh, was supposed to be like Jenny or Jenny Jerry, Jerry Buss West. or something? Jerry Bus, yeah. And he got kicked out of it. Yeah, and they put I John C. Ryan instead. Now. Yeah, so they're no longer on the at the moment. You know, who knows? <laughs> what true a change. fucking! I wonder how true that is. They have to still like text. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, no, I mean, I guess they were just co-workers. Yeah, well, you know, because this also, is one if of I was movies... John C. Ryan, I'd be like, really, dude, you had so many big roles and you're going to get fucking pissy at me for stealing one from you? Go fuck yourself. Because there was the whole thing about how we talked about how this is one of those movies that didn't be made. And then there's rumors of maybe a Step Brothers 2. And it's just like, there's no need for a Step Brothers 2. Well, it's kind of um, like how the talk won't die on another um, Austin Powers. It's like, at this point, I don't need it. Yep. Like, if you're going to do these things, you have to hit while the iron is still hot. <laughs> you can't, especially for comedies, you can't allow a bunch of time to go in between comedies. It just, you, because if you're going to, then you have to completely reboot it. And these aren't the type of movies you can completely reboot. That's not what you would do. Just make a new movie with a new cast. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, it's again like just say with Step Brothers, like they had an ending that had no reason to have a sequel, and now it's like we might have a sequel. It's like why? No, no we're good. Um, I mean, I will say, and it's one of the most overused and stupid phrases used about Hollywood. Is like, oh, they have no original thoughts. It's like, no, we just watched two. I guess we were going to watch three. Smoking the Bandits. Movies have always had multiple IPs when they've done well. Like that's just always happened in Hollywood. You mm-hmm. just don't remember it because you choose to forget about the sequels that are shitty. Like you just want to remember Eastbound and Down, mm-hmm. loaded up and trucking. You're not going to remember the fucking elephant, except yeah, for who lets that live in his head constantly with the elephant and the Italian doctor. Oh, the right. the third most famous gynecologist in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. You're gonna use that reference for the rest of your life, and no one's gonna get it besides Joe and I. I'm I'm, I'm gonna meet some knucklehead who just like and like, oh, man, uh, do, you, do you know about Giovanni or whatever his fucking name was? <laughs> oh my god, get it, get the name right. Yeah, but let's go to the box office for December 20th through the 22nd of 2013. I bet this is gonna suck. It's gonna be, yeah. I think movies. I, th- I think movies are bad right now. Okay. Well, let's go to number 10 in its seventh week with 1.3 million. Thor Dark War World. Okay. Uh, uh number nine in its first week with 3.4 million. It's called like it's called Dahoom Three. It's 
a Yash Raj film. So never heard of it. Some uh, some damn foreign yeah. film. Correct. Well, how uh, that sounded hateful. <laughs> so don't I, if you don't put damn in the front, Keith, then didn't. It's sound some, oh, it's some foreign film. Yeah, there it is. The way you the way <laughs> oh, you did it. It's right? some damn foreign film. Not in my it, top ten. The first way you said it, Keith, it sounds like you would shoot someone who came on your lawn, like it's been happening yeah. so much recently. It's a uh, not smoking the bandit three. There it is. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, number eight in its first week was seven million. Walking with dinosaurs three D. Uh, number seven in its second week with uh eight point three million. A Medea Christmas. Medea, number say s- it right. Medea. Medea. Medea, no. Uh, number Medea six. These nuts in your mouth. I don't know. That's right. That was good. Number six in its fifth week with eight point seven million. The Hunger Games Catching Fire. Yikes. Uh, That's the top five. One? Uh, I think it's the third one. No, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I just know I, the third one is trash. Uh, top is. five. Uh, number five in its second week with 9.3 million. Saving Mr. Banks. Tom? No. Tom, Tom Hanks. Is oh, the, I was right. <laughs> I thought that Disney. was going to be just like a sequel to Agent Cody Banks, but. No. Uh, number four in its second week with 19 million. Uh, American Hustle. Bradley Cooper. Yep. Uh, number three in its fifth week with 19.6 million. Frozen. Oh, that's the year of Frozen. Let yeah, it go. Let number it two go. in its first week with 26 million. Anchorman 2, The Legend Continues. Wait, did you say number two? Correct. It didn't even open number one? Get wrecked. Nope. That means coming in at number one in its what? second hold on, week. Hold on. Keith, what do you think? Do you think it's another? It's got to be Marvel, right? Force Awakens. Wait, do you say second week, Joe? Correct. It couldn't beat a movie on its second week in its opening weekend? Did this movie yes. get really bad reviews when it was coming out? It did. Okay. <laughs> You're going to say Star Wars? Star Wars is a good take. It's December. They were liking the December releases then. Yeah. All right, I'll go with it. Yeah, we'll say Star Wars. Okay, well, Force Awakens doesn't come out until 2015, so you, Fuck, you're off by dumb. two years. That was close. <laughs> two years! Not two years close. is not close. Keith, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that uh, you wouldn't guess this movie. Uh, number two, coming in at number one in its second week with 31 million. Total gross so far, 127 million. Wait, Hobbit 2. The Hobbit... The Desolation of Smaug. Yes, he's right. Well, you you can you can gloat, but you're not getting you're not getting the full no, prize because you, you 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 picked Star Wars two years too early. Wasn't like Smaug like really poorly regarded for the voice work or something? That was the only good part of that movie was Cumberbatch's oh. performance. Smaug. <laughs> There's Smaug. Like, I was gonna say yeah, Smaug. There was like really bad movie or something like that, but like, it was like one good scene or something in the movie. I don't Keith, know. I'm going to be real sad when you make me finally have to watch those Hobbit movies. Yeah, I've never you seen know, if you, one of those three. They took a literal children's book and made it three movies. <laughs> a singular book. They did only three movies for three gigantic books. Right. And now they've made a prequel series completely out of their ass. Oof, that one's rough. 
Yikes. Right, right here. Uh, let's go to the ratings. IMDb gave Anchorman 2 a 6.3 out of 10. Ron Tomato, 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 all critics gave this a 75. Top critics gave this a 71. And audience gave this That's a too 50. High. Audience gave it a 52. I'd that makes potato, more sense. You say potato. I say let's call the whole thing off. So before we glaze them, let's rank them as we're, in, we're ranking best cameo, best quoted, or stop. Uh, I forgot the, about the stop. Uh, the Ronnie. Funny. It's and, science. <laughs> it is science and overall movie. Uh, let's do best cameo uh, for Ricky for the first movie. You had Ben Stiller. And for myself and uh, Keith, there was Jack Black. Hmm. So in this, I'm saying this movie we had. <laughs> we in this movie we had Kanye, we had Drake, we had Liam Neeson, John C. Riley. Are we not Vince counting Vaughn. Vince Vaughn? Vince Are Vaughn's we... a cameo. Then I'm gonna be the winner. That, I'm gonna say huh? Vince Vaughn because he was pretty fucking spectacular in his little bit. <laughs> so everyone's picking Vince Vaughn, or no? Keep it Kanye. Yeah, no. no, I'm sticking with Kanye. That's the we're officially backing his his thoughts on this podcast. Once again, uh, no, no, we are not. So I was put I, down for put sh- down. Should yay. I cancel our booking on Jones? Yes, always. Okay. I tell you this every week. You get us a spot, and I tell you no. Uh, <laughs> let's let's do overquoted or the style. There isn't. Oh, this is this Keith. Is gonna be uh, Keith put it science. Yeah. Uh, Ricky, you were six percent of the time. It works every time, and I said glass case of emotion. I'm actually. Pretty surprised Joe hasn't been it's sciencing everything this week as like retribution towards Keith for that Don't attack worry, on his person. It, it's the long con, you know. <laughs> uh can this whole movie just stab? That's that's my pick. The whole movie. Stab. Okay. This it's like it's like trying to divide by zero. Like this movie doesn't work with this category. <laughs> Fucking get wrecked with the science humor on this movie. Um this movie implodes the universe. Yeah. Uh, mine is the kid making always like the dad, will you be there type lines. No one references that. Well, I mean, no, no one, one references, references this movie. This I know that's movie. the challenge. <laughs> um, I bet if you asked, a lot of people wouldn't remember that there's a second anchor man. What would Kate, they reference? What's yours? What what would be yours? Like, is there anything from this movie that anybody? Is there anything culturally from this movie that has stuck? According to us, this is overquoted, so it has to be anything quoted, there, buddy. Wow! Fucking stop yeah. overthinking it and fucking name something, you bitch. No, I did. Just the movie. Like, oh, there, you picked. There, the there is nothing. Oh, zero. Were, oh, no, like okay. I said, zero. Like do zero. Okay. All right. Fine. Keith and I both so, have gone. The movie needs to stand. I'll just go movie two. No, it does, does just zero. The yeah. number zero. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> zero. Okay, Keith, we get it. All right, what's your Ronnie? Uh, Ricky and I, for the first one, we did uh, Ron working out, and Keith did the Yaz flute. Uh, for me, I'll just do the I'm blind. Yep, yep. Yeah. The blind bit. No, that's, that's a clean sweep. That That's okay. the best bit. Him going blind was the funniest thing they did. <laughs> And then for movie, it's one, two. I, I even wrote that down last week. So we're we're fine on that end of, uh, you know. God, I didn't worrisome. know it would be by this margin, though. 
Like I, I thought maybe it's like, oh, maybe this because we talked about this last week. There's so many like Will Ferrell movies that age better with multiple watchings. Mm-hmm. This one was probably worse the second time around. It's this movie, it, it felt cynical. This movie, it felt like they knew, I think they knew it didn't need to be happen. Except they're the ones who wanted it to happen. Yeah. Well, because they like, like to hang out. They, and... took, they took less money to do it. So it's not like it was a yeah. full on money grab. I think it's a favor for David Koechner because he wasn't doing so good. <laughs> God, he was not good in this movie either. So let's uh, let's glaze this movie. You glazed with strength. You glazed with grace. You touched us all. With your expressionless face, Joe. Oh, Joe. May you find many glazes, both emotionally and monetarily. You are wise and loving and never contrary. Joe. Oh, Joe. I'll never forget the glaze. So I should be swimming wow. in the ocean now, guys. Do you know I've the? Been... Do you know, you know that like old Irish blessing? The like, may the rains fall softly upon your fields. May the road rise to meet you. For some reason, I was thinking of that, but like, may like may the glaze fall softly upon your fields. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. All right, what All right, you, what you, you, why not? You yeah, volunteered. <laughs> because I laughed out loud and there was technically some very, very good jokes in this movie, I'm going to give it two stars. I can't quantify it as a bad movie. And to me, under two and a half is a bad movie. So I give it two and three quarters. Uh, I'll do the two and a half. I chuckled a lot in this movie. I just again, <laughs> this movie went thirty minutes too long, but I chuckled a lot, and it like insulted us. Yes, <laughs> it, it it really did. So, Anchorman Two: The Legend Continues comes in at a two point four two. That sets this franchise at a three point five four, making it easily our highest watched franchise of the year and our first two break three this year. It's been a rough year, boys. Yarp. I believe this is gonna make it pretty high for movie franchises as well. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, oh no. So it's well, again the- at a three point five four, we'll fall it as our Fourth highest rated franchise ever. All so of it funny. falling on the first movie. That's so all, funny. all of it on the first movie. Um, I'm gonna say pre glaze. Um, Rick, you went you went with two and three quarters. That's so funny. So you nailed your pre glaze. Oh, nailed it. Fucking go me. Keith went a three and a quarter. So, and I, I thought went it was gonna be. Three. I thought it was gonna be a passable comedy. <laughs> I thought, yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> not. I, I, it was not. But I went with a three. Um, but yeah. So, this brings an end to the Anchorman franchise. 
probably for, you know ends it Please so we're moving God, on let it be ended so we're moving on and this time it's one key sweatland <laughs> you get to pick the franchise all right to segue into saying what my movies are i'm gonna tell you all about some like freelance pro bono franchise criticism i've been doing so first of all how dare you you've well, been working I, the reason on the i've been side. watching this franchise on my own is because y'all would have fucking stabbed me and disowned me and probably fired me if I made you watch them. So now you're going to make us watch them? No, no, no. The free uh, series I've been watching, but I've, I've been going through the Evil Dead movies. Oh, because, yeah, I don't know. Thank you. Because lately I watched the new one and it's like it's one after, of my favorite. For, hold, hold on. So after all the shit Joe gave you about always picking scary movies, are you picking a scary movie? No, 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 no. I'm segueing to it. I'm, I'm getting he's segueing. He, yeah. he, what he What he's saying is he's been watching them and he's like I can make him watch it but no, he's not but going I'm, I'm to not, yet. No, not because yet. I'm not cruel. But anyways, because I went and not that long ago, I went and watched Evil Dead Rise, and it's probably like one of my favorite movies of 23 so far. It okay. was spectacular, just rock and roll gore fest, and it was very rad, very good. So that inspired me to go back to watch the Sam Raimi classics of Evil Dead 1 and 2. I've watched 1 and 2 so far. I haven't watched 3, I guess... I guess people like the Army of Darkness. I haven't seen that one. Army Army of Darkness is more of a comedy. Yeah, they're they're getting they're certainly getting sillier from I so far like as, as it goes, one is my favorite. <laughs> but anyways. Uh, really? Wait, hang on, hang on. Really? Two two's basically one all over again, just with more better uh, jokes. Well, um, and that's the thing. I don't I don't like the jokes in the Evil Dead series. I I, I like uh, them when it's because it's funny. It's very funny when it's serious. You're messed up, man. Okay, yeah. go on. So, anyways, Sam Raimi, we're doing Tobey Maguire. We're doing Spider Man. Oh, yeah, shit, we're actually doing it. I had <laughs> I had a thought about picking that sometime soon too. Because I've never seen three. That's my motive. I can't believe you've never seen it. I've seen it's three so once, and I own I own the four. I've only ever seen it in mm-hmm. theaters and got nasty snarls from people from me and a former roommate laughing out loud at how fucking stupid and bad it was. I believe me and Keith, we saw this together in the theaters. So Keith just and said we never did. saw three. I've never seen three. No, no, no. One. We saw one in theaters. Oh, yeah. No, no, that, no. Yeah, we've seen that's one. funny because yeah. Keith and I saw two in theaters together. And I remember yeah. that memorable moment because he scratched yeah, it's, the it's a funny story. Yeah, it's a good story yeah. there. That'll be. I'm excited to watch one yeah. and two again because it's like. I know Joe can't remember for the fucking memory Joe has. But one and two are arguably some of the best superhero movies ever made. In, I in my, like... I remember them, but the thing is, I, I, I haven't seen two in a long time. But I, <laughs> I, I remember it all. I just need to rewatch it because people, you know, as you said, two in some people's eyes are one of the best superhero movies of all time. And in my mind, I'm like, I don't see it. So maybe this time around, I'll see it. Oh, we get we get fucking upside down hard nip kiss scene. We get fucking. Macho Man Randy Savage. You got five minutes. Is this where the um, good uh, what's minutes. his name? What, what the good what's his name memes come from? With the guy, the, the reporter guy. What's the what's his character's name? Oh, we what? also have to talk about a problematic character who will be in these movies. <laughs> have fun. Well, you have. Well, you have the you know I'm a scientist meme. You know I'm kind of a big like I'm kind of a scientist thing. <laughs> Oh, there's a good Spider-Man meme of him like taking off and putting on his glasses and like seeing things yeah. clearly. Yeah, that one. Too. There's a lot of good Spider-Man. Memes. Or or the Spider-Man three C later chump and then he like farts and as he jumps down. Um. So, 
What's the pre-glaze? For the first one? Yeah. Four and a quarter. Ooh. 3.5. I'm with Keith with 3.5 at the moment. Just, uh, I'll bet it's just a... Is this is before like but yeah but this is this is we haven't picked many superhero movies. This is before we superhero none. movies took over the world. Yeah, this we is haven't the first picked superhero any movie. This is the no, first Batman. Nope, that's not nope. Oh, Batman, Batman, yeah. and Blade, and Blade, and Blade. Okay. But like more of the MCU, MC you know Marvel type. Yeah, we haven't. No, no, we're we're flirting. We're getting dangerously close here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've already made the agreement that you can't ever just be like we're going to do the MCU. You have to pick like. You gotta pick three or four. Guardians. We're gonna do Cap. Cap would be so weird though, because Cap, after the first one, are basically just Avengers movies. Yeah, or we do the thing where we just watch Eternals twice and then talk talk about like it's a franchise. Sound you. I will sound you. (laughs) We should do. We should. We should do like the Marvel Marvel verse in order, but sparingly, like sparingly. Like we're the first three. Nah. Because it, it it feel weird. We'll see. We're not, we'll get into it. I'd nope. rather so, just do franchises. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I'm 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 going blurry. So, uh, so sorry. Oh. I'm kind of hyped. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to rewatch. I'm not excited to rewatch three. Um, they're on Disney Plus. They're on Disney they're Plus. On dude. Disney Plus now. Sweet. <laughs> I the funny thing is, I actually started. I was watching Spider Man One the other day because. For some reason, TNT or TBS were doing a marathon of all three, and and then the what used to be Fox Family used to be was doing the same thing, and I was just like, I should turn these on, and just never got to. <laughs> but I did watch um, Uncle Ben dying. Oh no, uh, no, no! We have to watch and I was that just bullshit. like, that's like my first scene. I'm like, God damn it! Okay, cool. <laughs> Fucking you know, Tobey Maguire paying a high schooler at like seventy nine. Yeah, so yeah. Can't, so we're going back to those days, but coming here next week, we're starting off basically what started the comic book wars in for Marvel, because Blade, even though Blade is a Marvel movie, they didn't count it at the time being Marvel. We're starting with Spider Man. You can go to NoSoEntertainment.com. That's right, NoSoEntertainment.com. We can find all the basically everything that we do for you. You can get your uh, Power Pro Wrestling tickets there, but. You can listen to us. You can follow us on the social medias on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at NoSo Entertainment or NoSo ENT. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Spider Man, Spider Man, do whatever a spider can. Spin a web, jerk you off. Watch out. Here comes Spider Man.